It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Uh, well, you know, Rich, I was um, I was thinking now, what are we what are we going to do now for the complete story? Uh, because there's so many things, of course, that are happening. My word! And then all of a sudden, it hit me. It's Thanksgiving. Coming up. And I pondered that. Thanksgiving. To be thankful and to be grateful and to be uh, to be looking up and all of that that is implied. I want to talk a little bit during this program with you about how tradition kind of is built around a turkey dinner. And I wonder if families that are gathering any longer are really stressing what it means, what it means to be thankful and grateful, and then, of course, grateful to God. Exactly. That's the, that's the key part of it, is thanksgiving to God. Yes. And we so often forget that in our secularized version of just being thankful for things. We want to be thankful to God. You know, uh, there, was a, there was a fellow from, from the way back past, a lot of people won't even remember, remember him, but I sure do, Doug Oldham. Remember Doug Oldham, Rich? I sure do. He recorded a song, A Rich Man Am I. Listen to this, folks. I found something that money can't buy. I found a gold mine beyond the blue sky. I found a land where I live when I die. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. Well, people may say that I've been dreaming a bit, but I believe what I'm believing and I'm not gonna quit. The Bible says I'm gonna live when I die. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. I found a dream that's sure to come true. I found a rainbow that's never turned blue. I found a land where the teardrops are dried. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. I found a song that the angels can sing. I found a way to be rich as a king. I found a love that will burn till I die. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. People may say that I've been dreaming a bit, but I believe what I'm believing and I'm not gonna quit. Well, the Bible says I'm gonna live when I die. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. There's no reason to be glum, is there, Rich? Uh, that'll put a skip in your step. No reason to be glum at all. No reason to be glum at all. You know, um, there's been a lot of heartache, and people are sick. Some people have died. They've lost, they've lost relatives, and they've lost dear friends, so on and so forth. 
But I'll tell you this, those who know the Lord, uh, they've just gone home. And you didn't lose anybody if you know where they are. You ever thought about that? And you'll see them again. Now, when people are sitting around the dinner table, the Thanksgiving gathering dinner table, um, a friend of mine was saying, well, we used to do Thanksgiving this way or that way. And uh, then as the children grew up, then they would spend Christmas at our house maybe, and then Thanksgiving they would always go to the other side of the family. And uh, so it isn't quite the way it used to be, but it still is Thanksgiving. And I thought, you know, things can get pretty scattered. Things change over time. But you're always a family. Keep that in mind. And your family and your friends are still in this circle. Listen to this. Blessed are you, loving Father, for all your gifts to us. Blessed are you for giving us family and friends to be with us in times of joy and sorrow, to help us in days of need, and to rejoice with us in moments of celebration. Father, we praise you for your Son, Jesus, who knew the happiness of family and friends. And in the love of your Holy Spirit, blessed are you forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Uh, now, this Thanksgiving, Rich, why Mom and I are coming to your house. <laughs> well, yes, you and, are. You're going to be uh, special guests, and Faye, and some of the others. Everybody's bringing a little bit of something to our feast, oh, and uh, we're right? going to have a wonderful time together. Well, well, that's good. And then, and then your sister, she's having a big group uh, from her family, and and um, children, and grandchildren, and and then you, your other sister in St. Louis. Why they'll be all together with their their family in St. Louis, and and then our family in Dallas. Why they'll be, they'll be in Dallas, but we still are one. Isn't that true? That's right. And the family keeps expanding and growing. Billy Graham preached a message on Thanksgiving. I just thought I would like our audience to gather together, our Bot Radio Network family, and enjoy what Billy Graham had to say. Here it is. We're living in an extremely ominous and dangerous period of history. Never before has the human race been so well-armed and ready for war. In the eyes of many, it is only a question of time until they will be exploded in warfare. How much longer do we have? No one knows. Events are now tumbling upon events. Let's obey the scriptures and pray for those who are in authority that God will give them extra wisdom, courage, and strength as they make momentous decisions that decide not only the future of this country, but of the whole world. It was in a religious sense that our founding fathers observed the first American Thanksgiving. They were devout Christians and students of the Bible, and they paused to give united thanks to Almighty God. At least 47 of our years of history, there was no Thanksgiving. From Madison to Lincoln, there was no day of thanksgiving set aside, nor has it always been on Thursday, nor has it always been in November as we celebrate it today. Only since the days of President Grant have November and Thursday been the custom. In fact, the pilgrims had theirs on December 30th, 1621. The first official proclamation for a day of thanksgiving was made in Charleston, Massachusetts, June 20th, 1676. From that time till the first Congress held in New England 
it was an old New England custom to have one day a year to set aside as a day of thanksgiving. The New England representatives brought it into our national focus in 1774, and the first proclamations for a day of thanksgiving were issued by Congress from 1777 to 1783. But in more recent times, it has been a proclamation by the President of the United States. On each occasion, he has usually called the people to humiliation and prayer. Millions of Americans, however, use it as a day for frivolity, festivity, and sports, rather than for humbling themselves before God and thanking Him for the many material and spiritual blessings that we know and enjoy. Those who have set aside a day of thanksgiving to God were Bible-believing men. They were the first ones. They had found in the Bible that God had often called His people to a time of solemn thanksgiving. More than 150 times the Bible either calls men to thank God or tells them how to give thanks. In Old Testament days, God designated a special offering of thanksgiving for His people. The Bible says, with cakes of leaven and bread, he shall offer his oblation with the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving. God was ensuring the people of Israel against the time when they would forget to be thankful to him. God called upon his people at very special occasions to have a time of thanksgiving. When Solomon dedicated the temple in Jerusalem, they were to give thanks. When under Jeremiah they rebuilt the broken walls of the city, they again were called upon to express thanks to God. In the days of revival under King Hezekiah, he proclaimed an official day of thanksgiving in which the people brought their sacrifices and their thank offerings into the house of the Lord. More than 30 times in the Psalms, the psalmist speaks of giving thanks. The psalmist said, be thankful unto him and bless his name. And again he said, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. He even said that he would arise at midnight to give thanks unto the Lord. Jesus taught us to give thanks as he gave thanks and broke the loaves and the fishes to feed the multitude. He thanked God again when he broke the bread of communion for the disciples the last night on earth. At the grave of Lazarus, he said, Father, I thank thee. Paul emphasized thanksgiving when he said, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So thanksgiving is a part of the most intimate relationship that exists between man and God. And yet there are millions today of even professing Christians that neglect to thank Him. It is the custom of many Christians, for example, to bow in public places and to give thanks for the food that has been placed before them. I've had scores of waiters and waitresses and even stewardesses on airplanes to tell me that when I bowed my head that it was the first time they'd ever seen that happen in their restaurant or seen it happen on an airplane. Millions never pause to give a word of thanks to God, even for the food that has been provided, or even the water that we drink, or the air that we breathe. Few homes have a moment of thanksgiving at the beginning of the meal, or at any other time of the day. Even on this day of thanksgiving, it will mean nothing more than a time of fun, gluttony, and sports. And only a minority will stop and give thanks to God, even though if there was ever a moment in history that we needed to humble ourselves and pray and thank God for the blessings that we've enjoyed, it is now. Thanksgiving is recognition of a debt that cannot be repaid. We express true thanks when we're not able to reimburse the giver. When thanksgiving is filled with true meaning and not just the formality of a polite thank you, it is the recognition of dependence. We thank our friends for doing for us what 
we desired and needed because we're in debt to them. But because of the pride and arrogance of our hearts, we take from God without even the formality of thanksgiving. In view of the ominous foreign events and the dark clouds beginning to gather on the economic future of the world, this Thanksgiving should not be a day of frivolity only. It should be a time of sober heart searching. I'm asking you to have a prayer meeting in your home on Thanksgiving. I'm asking you to have a family altar in which there is a time of humility and repentance and thanksgiving to God for his past blessings. America is living in a critical hour. This is the hour that we are to turn to God. If on this designated day of Thanksgiving we ignore God and we refuse to give him our thanks, then maybe we deserve his judgment. The peril that stalks the nation today cannot be eliminated by political rhetoric or even religious conferences. It is time when we need to acknowledge our national sins and our national guilt before God. Our pride has caused us to forget that what we have, we have by the grace of God. Let us pray that on this Thanksgiving as a nation, we will remember that righteousness exalteth the nation and sin is a reproach to any people. The scripture says that a lack of giving thanks is the beginning of the downfall of individuals as well as nations. The Bible says the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hinder the truth in unrighteousness because that which is known of God is manifested in them. For God showeth it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood through the things that are made even his everlasting power and Godhead, that they may be without excuse, because that knowing God, they glorified him not as God, neither gave thanks. Here is the tragic story of the degeneration of pagan nations, and at the very beginning of their degeneration was the failure to give thanks to God. This failure was the evidence of the pride of their hearts that declared that they thought they could get along without God. How many Americans refuse or neglect to give thanks, indicating to God, God, I don't need you. I can get along without you. According to the Bible, if we should be guilty of the sin of unthankfulness to God, it would be a sufficiently serious sin to damn us as individuals and to destroy us as a nation. Hosea the prophet said concerning unthankful people, for she did not know that I gave her the grain and the new wine and the oil and multiplied unto her silver and gold, which they used for other gods such as Baal. Therefore will I take back my grain in the time thereof and my new wine in the season thereof and will pluck away my wool and my flax, which should have covered her nakedness. Here we find a principle at work in the history of nations and of people that has not changed since the days of the prophet. We are guilty of taking abundance from God and forgetting to express thanks. The Bible teaches that if we persist in the sin of pride and unthankfulness, then the irresistible forces of the judgment of God will eventually take their toll. The Bible says, Beware, lest thou forget Jehovah thy God in not keeping his commandments. The Bible says the very goodness of God should lead us to repentance. All of these material blessings are gifts of God's hands in order that we might humble ourselves and repent and come to the cross of Christ and have our sins forgiven and washed away by the blood of Christ that we might be born again. The goodness of God should lead us to repentance. Secondly, 
We should thank God for the spiritual blessings beyond the power of human tongue to describe. Here in America, we still have freedom of worship that we take for granted every day. In many parts of the world, there are believers who cannot assemble themselves. They cannot speak their religious convictions because of totalitarian power. We have Bibles all over America. We have the opportunity to proclaim the gospel by radio, television, and through films to millions. God has blessed us with a thousand and one spiritual blessings. We've seen great spiritual renaissance this past year. Thousands have been swept into the kingdom of God using many methods of evangelism. Evangelicalism has come to the fore and has become very visible during the past year as people have been talking about being born again. We should thank God for the great spiritual freedom and spiritual blessings we have as a nation. We do not know how long the doors will be open. We do not know how long we're going to be able to do this. If ever there was a thanksgiving we need to thank God, it's this thanksgiving. Thirdly, we should thank God today for peace. We have at least a temporary respite in which we can turn to God. No bombs are falling on our cities. How much longer that will last? No one knows because Jesus predicted there would be wars and rumors of wars till the end of time. But more than any other spiritual or material blessing is the blessing of God's offer of salvation through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The same one who gave his only begotten son is the giver of every other benefit. The Bible says, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? To all who have received the gift of his son, he gives also the gifts of peace and joy, confidence, power, courage, and hope. When I see Jesus Christ hanging on the cross, I see the nails in his hands, I see the spike in his feet, I see the spear in his side, I see the crown of thorns upon his brow, and I remember that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to take my place on the cross. I must bow in front of that cross and say, especially on Thanksgiving Day, thank you, Lord, for not sparing your son. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. In these days of uncertainty and confusion, these are gifts that go beyond our power to understand, and yet they're the gifts of God that became ours because we have received Jesus Christ as our Savior. At the beginning of this Thanksgiving week, I want you to receive the gift of God's grace which is in His Son, Jesus Christ. He can give you peace and joy and hope in your heart today by trusting Him. To the rest of you who name the name of Christ, I beg that on this next Thursday, that we make it a day of real thanksgiving in which we fall on our knees and give humble and sincere thanks to God for all the spiritual and material blessings that he has poured down upon us as a people. Shall we pray? Our Father, indeed, this day we do thank thee for all the blessings that we have, both material and spiritual. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Well, Rich, that was a real Thanksgiving message, wasn't it? Amen. What a wonderful Thanksgiving message for that time as well as today. You know, there was a characteristic about Billy Graham's preaching. He never said, Billy Graham says, or this person says, or that person says. He always said, the Bible says. He always right. referenced the Bible as what he was preaching and teaching. And... Uh, 
And that really stuck in my young mind when I first uh-huh. ever heard him. And I love where he said here, I encourage you to have a prayer meeting and a family altar as part of your family get-together get here for Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, as I was hearing him preach, I was thinking about what the Lord said to Solomon when he said, When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people— If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That's what we need to be praying in days like this. Jim Reeves recorded a program, a a song. Let's listen now. We thank thee each morning for a newborn day where we may work the field of new-mown hay. We thank Thee for the sunshine and the air that we breathe, O Lord. We thank Thee. Thank Thee for the rivers that run all day. Thank Thee for the little birds that sing along the way. Thank Thee for the trees and the deep blue sea, O Lord, we thank Thee. Oh yes, we thank Thee, Lord, for every flower that blooms, birds that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank Thee every day as we kneel and pray. That we were born with eyes to see these things Thank Thee for the fields where the clover is grown Thank Thee for the pastures where cattle may roam Thank Thee for Thy love so pure and Birds that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank Thee every day as we kneel and pray that we were born with eyes to see these things. Yes, we thank Thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank Thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank Thee for Thy love so pure and so free, O Lord, we thank Thee. Richard, we got a, hey. have we got time for a listener comment? Yes, because we're thankful for our listeners as well. Here's Isn't Donald. True? Here's Donald who drives a truck. My name is Donald. I'm from Kansas City. I've been listening to you guys for 20 years. I love Adrian Rogers, Chuck Swindoll, and the list goes on and on. Uh, I appreciate what you guys do. Two thumbs up to Dick Bott. You guys are just amazing. I'm a truck driver, and I just uh, I listen to you guys every day, all day long. 
Uh, God bless you, Donald. <laughs> hey, he's hey, my kind of guy. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, the listener comment line, folks, is 1-800-345-2621. So we'd love to hear from you. Dial that number, 1-800-345-2621, and share right. with us what's on your heart. Let's hear another one. Hi, my name is Kathy, and I really like Bot Radio Network. I listen every day. My favorite ones are David Jeremiah, Chuck Swindoll, and Erwin Lutzer. So God bless you. Bye-bye. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? You see, these are these are Bible teachers. These are Bible teachers they're mentioning, aren't they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about another one? My name is Greg. I just wanted to say that when I left the military back in 1992, I came back to Kansas City, and I was looking for a good Christian station, and Bot Radio has been the station that I listen to. And I just want to say I appreciate how much the Lord has used you all to keep giving the ministry to us. Your radio station has been such a blessing to me. Hmm. God bless you, you know, Greg. Uh, Rich, it was uh, coming I... up on 60 years now, but the dream, the vision, the joy in establishing Bot Radio Network was with people in mind like this gentleman just Well, you know expressed. what, Dan? I, I'm thankful for Greg and his military service, and I want to thank all of the men and women that are in military service today and those veterans that have served over the years. Here's another man. I love your radio station. I've been a Christian for about 12 years. I had a pretty horrible past that God got a hold of me and delivered me from drugs and alcohol. And I go to church regularly and I fill my ears and my vehicles with bot radio through the day when I'm out and about doing my work. Mm-hmm. Well, what a wonderful a, testimony. How about a lady, Rich? Yes, here's one from Arkansas. I'm at Baseville, Arkansas. I love bot radio. I'm partly disabled, and I have my radio beside me. I listen to everything that is on, and I love it all. I love Mr. Bot and his son very, very much. They could be one of my very favorites on there. Thank oh. you. Uh, Bless your heart. I, well, we love you too, dear lady, and I think that's one of my favorite listener comments. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how about another lady? This is from Florissant, Missouri. I don't know what I would do without your wonderful broadcast. And I want to thank you, Bot Network, for all you do. You are a true beacon of Christ's light in this world. Hmm. Thank you, ladies. Well, how about one more, quickly? I love listening to Bot Radio Network. I listen every single day. I rush off to work every morning, so I listen to Adrian Rogers at 8. And then there's so many. I have so many favorites. There's so many I love listening to. And I just thank you for programming the Numbot Radio Network. You see, she's listening when she's off to work in the morning. So she's getting her day started uh, the right way, isn't she? That's right, Dad. And I think we're about out of time. We sure are. This is Dick Bot with my son, Rich, with another chapter of The Complete Story for you folks. And we'll see you later.